0: If we can't change anything, how are we ever going to expect anything in the world to
1: change? Welcome to Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth. This is a mic drop. Less editing, more listening.
2: Part of what passing the mic means to us is providing a platform and a space for young activists to share what they're passionate about.
1: We spoke
3: with some members of Juntos at Gardner Magnet High School. We discussed their writing, their community, and the importance of reclaiming their roots. In a previous episode, we discussed visual art as activism. Today, we explored the power of writing.
2: Sam spoke with a group of students in Juntos who, over the course of the last few years, have been writing books about their activism the first is called the roots of our people and the second is called the voices of our people from one world to another it's about their experiences and their community
3: Juntos is a fellow NC State Extension program that provides Latino high school students with resources for college readiness
1: we sat down with these literary activists and recorded their conversation as they chatted with each other and shared a sneak peek of their new books
0: so we are HLG, Hispanic Literacy Group, and we are a part of Juntos NC at Garner Magnet High School. I am Brisa Reyes, so I'm a senior here at Garner. Um, I'm Andrea. Um, I'm a sophomore at South Garner.
4: I'm Aldo Hernandez. I'm a senior at Garner High School.
5: My name is Luis Cervantes. I'm a senior at Garner High
6: School. Kevin Garcia, junior at Garner High.
0: And... Pretty much, we are the authors of The Roots of Our People From One World to Another, Juntos. And we are just here to talk about activism and what activism means to us. So The Roots of Our People From One World to Another, Juntos, is pretty much a, it's a whole book about our experiences as first-generation students or first-generation Americans. And it's pretty much our way of telling The the United States, the world, you know, whoever reads this book, it's our way of telling them who we are and the things that we're capable of doing and how we want to be treated. And it's really, it's been a very big opportunity for all of us, especially coming from where we come from.
4: Well, for those who don't know, (laughs) who don't speak Spanish, juntos means uh, together. And I think that really uh, defines us as the first book is about family. And our second book, is uh, The Voices of Our People, is about uh, more of a the community. And we've been interviewing family members and just, you know, regular citizens. Writing letters to? Writing letters. So, current uh,
5: people, governors, political people.
4: So, the first book, we made a name for ourselves. And then the second book, we're,
5: we're sort of like...
0: We're speaking out for everybody else.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah activism or in both of the books just more in the first one activism is towards like what we are what I said, like more activists against and the second book is just more as like different activisms that are going on in the community,
0: yeah, so like in the community, meaning like uh I know Allo wrote about like dropout rates in high school, I personally wrote mine about sexism and gender roles uh, in the Hispanic community. You know, so it's like, there are so many more issues going around in our own community as a people, much more, like, many more problems other than what is the current big issue, which is, like, immigration and, like, the immigration laws that are going on right now. And it's pretty much just us sharing our opinion along with facts about how we feel about all of this and why it's important to us as like the next generation of like the, the next generation of the world like we're going to eventually grow up and we're going to have children of our own you know and it's important for us to be active like it's for us to be activists on all of these different issues because if we can't change anything how are we ever going to expect anything in the world to change you know we can't expect people to change without there being a little bit of outrage.
4: Our experiences in the first book definitely helped us uh, create sort of a credibility towards like what the community means to us. It allows us to sort of not only criticize but uh, just talk about the about the entire community in a bigger picture and sort of realize why. Things are the way they are and why they should change.
0: It's like I changed because I gave myself an actual voice rather than just being able to say it here. I'm able to, you know, like spit the facts out that I know, uh, speak about my own truths. And it's like I feel like I've changed because I've become a lot more confident in myself and in my activism and the way I like and the way I uh, I represent my not only myself, but like my people.
6: Yeah. You know, and rather than saying that, how I changed, I would really say I really discovered cer- certain layers of myself that I've never really been able to get so in touch with, like my activism and just being able to to connect myself to so many other communities, um, which is something that I always knew I wanted to do. But I didn't really know how to, and this book really got me there.
1: The Juntos members have been activists in their community through their writing. With their firsthand experience doing activism work, we were curious on their thoughts of what unique role young people can play.
5: I mean, being young is just, you know, you're on social media, so everybody's on social media nowadays, so.
0: Yeah, I think. I think it's also like an open mind thing. Yeah, like, social
5: media is like open mindedly, yeah. freely spoken.
0: Yeah, when you're kind of thing. obviously when you're younger, you have a much more open mind to different things. You know, mm-hmm. like because uh, I know there's like a bunch of like you know I don't hate saying this but like a bunch of old people that like <laughs> they they can't understand why like millennials are the way they are. Mm. But like it's not if they're, they're like oh it's, you're just weak, you just you know you guys don't have it hard enough. It's not that. It's just that people are beginning to realize what we need in the world Mm -hmm. and it's like
5: we become more open-minded yeah we're becoming
0: more open-minded about things and just because you can't change with that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with us doesn't mean there's something wrong with the generations that are you know growing up right now it's like there's something wrong with you you know and that's just something that older generations can't see so i think that's that's why it's important to have more of like young people speaking out for what we need because it's like what why why do old people need to talk about this stuff it's not like y'all are going to be like here anyways <laughs> 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 anyways um
4: no, so, no offense <laughs> to all the old oh yeah here. if you're old and you're
0: listening we love you but <laughs> 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 let, let <laughs> you guys me. need to realize that you're not going to be here very much longer <laughs> you know y'all need to let us step up especially if we know what we want and we know what we need in the world we're sure about that but we're seen as people who are immature people who don't know what we're talking about but in reality it's like we're we're sure about all of this you know we we know what we need and if we have younger people speaking out for us it's like we see ourselves more in that as well you know we see that as like hey they're young they agree with what i think i think we should all you know stand together by that rather than you know an old person disagreeing and then them not being able to understand or comprehend why we are the way we are.
6: Yeah, um, I don't really stand by the idea of the whole generations as in the shared experiences, since even though we all do sort of share the same experiences from living in the same time period, we're all fundamentally different. But even because of that, we still need the younger people um, in power, because it's always better to have people in power that can relate to us um, coming up in the same circumstances, which people of the older generation sort of seem to always latch on to sort of um, old values or old ideas which have either been disproven or just are outdated. So it's always better to have someone like AOC in charge. Um, even though, you know, she's just a freshman, she doesn't have that much power, but especially with, with this incoming class of Democrats, like just the incredible diversity, like with the Muslim, gay, straight, black, everything, it just, um, it's just amazing for it to represent more of the spectrum that we have here in America. Like, um, I just, I, I really wouldn't know, um, how to live my life without um just that diversity that i encounter like every day like i really wonder how people in other like monolithic countries just live because i don't know like interacting with people of different ideas has really like broadened my scope
4: well i don't want to say in with the new and out with the old because we could see with uh some politicians such as Bernie Sanders where it doesn't matter how old you are it really just matters uh your ideals and virtues but I think the youth are especially important to our uh to our political climate because they serve as inspiration and we're just sort of pushing the culture further uh most people just stick to what they know uh young people are just place into this world where they have not really made a mark yet so they're just putting their name out there and they don't care that some people don't want to change. And I think young people are are brave because I mean uh, they don't really have much support from other generations and we sort of band together, we discuss what ideas are reported to us and we, we try to create art, discuss politics, and that really helps uh, people feel represented.
0: I feel like this kind of it kind of strays away from what like this topic is, but it's, it's funny because even us as a Hispanic community, as a Latin community, we even have to have these type of conversations with our own people, you know like with our own families, with our with our older generations because as like we're saying they they are also not as capable of being open-minded as we are in this generation and it's i feel like sometimes it's even worse when you come from a culture like ours because our thoughts and our uh, our opinions and our virtues are so strong they're so they're they're uh they're grounded you know like if my my great great grandparents believed this one thing that same belief is going to follow through with every generation that follows. And it's like, we have to have that conversation with our own people from a, one time to, the you know, a few times, you know, talking about how we all, because like, it's not, we just, we don't need to change just the United States because like, although that is where this is going to begin because it's where we live, obviously, we want that to change. We need this kind of, these kinds of things to change everywhere. You know we can't just like we have to we have to expect to change the world, not just where we live. And like although that kind of strays away from the whole point of this, you know, this little conversation. I just think that it's it's important to share that it's like it's not just an issue that we have here in the United States. It's an issue that we have in pretty much every country because I feel like every everywhere is they have that same mentality where they can't change. But it's important to know that as the new generations come. It, you know and go things are going to keep changing so we're hoping for the better in that
3: we asked the students to share their advice for people interested in getting involved
6: the best kind of activism is sort of the one that transcends political borders um like when I sort of think that I sort of think of what um Andrew Yang said Yang gang (laughs) Uh, He said, you know, uh, my position, it's not left or right, it's forward. So I definitely think, like, with activism, that's really the way to go. Like, more so think of it morally more than politically. Like, what you really see in the world that is just needs to be fixed. Go fix it. I mean, ideally, you should discover
4: yourself before you should discover... Uh, political ideology or even political party uh it really as a young person you should do whatever it, uh, it takes to to discover your identity and with that you can take that wherever you want to you can either become somewhere some somebody that wants to progress the world or you can be uh sort of uh conservative and protect the ideas that you uh that you um believe are important to you so to answer the question i think youth should uh be themselves and create art
5: that's meaningful for them and their community like basically adding on to like what aldo and kevin said like find something that you want to be an activist to just like discover yourself like something that just Learn about yourself. And if you have a passion for something, use that passion that you have to, like, help move that activism forward. Just not looking back and just keep going.
0: Yeah, I think definitely finding who you are is an important part of the activism process. Because you have to realize what your... Like, kind of like what your skills are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like... If I, because like I, like, I personally, I want to go to college to be a graphic designer. Like, that's what I want to do. I like art, you know, I love uh, visual art stuff. I also like music, you know, so that's that's where I stand in all of this. I want to be able to make art that shows what I'm standing for. Or if I eventually do the whole music thing, like making music that, mm. it, that is what I stand for. But, meanwhile, other people like to plan things like marches or people like to go to marches. They like to actually physically and like, you know, vocally be there. Some people write, you know, like we're writing these books. Some people write poetry about it. You know, it's just important to find kind of what works for you in the sense, because if it works for you, obviously you're going to enjoy doing it a lot more. Right. And let's be real. You want to enjoy being an activist as long as you enjoy it you're going to keep going for it and especially because you're doing something you love not only for yourself but for a whole cause for a whole different group of people i'm going to be attending lee university in eastern tennessee in the fall and uh as i said i'm going to major in graphic design minor in music and uh if i'm going to be completely like real every time that i've visited the school honestly they're There's not too much diversity. Like, there's diversity, uh, but not enough to my life. That's enough to what I'm used to. Like, I'm used to every day seeing constant groups of, like, people that look like me or people that look different than me, you know? But when I've gone to visit, it's like I don't really see that. So we're hoping that maybe in going into this school and everything, maybe starting up some type of cultural groups because... I feel like it's important for people to learn, like, all the cultures that they can. Because you can't just judge someone on their beliefs and what they do if you don't understand why they do those things. You know, so along with doing my my actual college studies, I want to try to continue being an activist by kind of, uh, what would it be, like, teaching, informing, you know, making people aware of different cultures Especially in a place where different, seeing different cultures isn't like a normal thing,
4: really. I like what Breeza said about diversity because uh, it really brings a, um well, I identify it because I like that, that, that re- representation aspect because what I'm going to do with my life, it doesn't really matter if I'm not representing my people in any shape or form. What I want to do is push my culture, push my family's name out there and just sort of let my people be known because I feel like uh it's sort of an analogy that we're we're like kids right now and we're not being respected enough to sit at the the family table but once we get the recognition that we that we deserve that that we can sit at the family table sort of like having uh political representatives in the in the government, uh I feel like that that shows that we have a voice to, to be respected. That if you don't agree with us, that's fine, but you at least you heard my voice.
3: It was so amazing getting to listen to juntos and hear them speak about what it was like to write these two books. I didn't even realize all of the work and energy and reflection and self-discovery that it takes to write about your lived experiences and your work doing activism work.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, they were so articulate about their culture and their roots and where they came from and their community. It was a really good conversation. And one of the things that particularly stuck out to me near the end was the analogy about being able to sit at the table with uh, adults and with parents through your activism work, through representing yourself and your community and really being able to now be on a more even playing field with adults. And I think that's something I'm sure a lot of people can relate with.
1: Yeah, I was really impressed by the um, their initiative. Um, deciding to write two books is not something that everybody does. So um, the the willingness to use their art to um, share their message um, and put in the you know the amount of work that it takes to write two books was uh, Very impressive to me.
2: And speaking of their book. We have a couple of poems that um, They wanted to share with us and that we recorded when we were with them And so this is some of the original pieces that they wrote that are in their books Dreams are free
4: like me Brought by a group of immigrants detained under federal authorities, subject to removal, students who haven't committed crimes, are facing criminal convictions, ordinary family members go back, danger in their country of origin.
6: For I owe my parents the world and more, keep intact their legacy and lore, show love to the land that would do. that would So love to the land that would have been my home, into the one that currently is. I feel empowered whenever I speak it. I feel out of place whenever I don't hear it. I transmit so much more than words. Feelings of sincere warmth form through ties knit together tight. Locked into earnest promise. Chained together with key and pocket. Best believe it'll always stay on me. Opening these heavy doors, key and socket.
0: feels right the tongue of my people is used to divide us from the world and our accents to define who we are but only on the outside the tongue of my people is the identification of our hopes the tongue of my people is the spirit that speaks to us in our hardest days the tongue of my people is the heart of the motherland perhaps lost in translation but never in dreams the tongue of my people is the voice of our past our present and our future The tongue of my people is to us what feels right. Buy our new book, uh, The Voices of Our People. Uh, Just, if you want to buy the first book, you know, you can just Google, The Roots
1: of Our People from One World to Another Juntos. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to check us out on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Pass the Mike Youth. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and subscribe.
3: And we have one more thing. It's super important, and Juntos made sure that we included it in the podcast.
4: Shout out Mr. Norman. You told me you'd be listening. So.
0: Yes, Norman, <laughs> we love you. <laughs>
2: Hashtag PassTheMicYouth is a product of NC State Extension, but doesn't necessarily reflect its views.